0: First impressions. There's a new album out. Oh, have you listened to it yet? I'm digging the new album. I'll check it out. What do you think of the new album? First impressions. First impressions. Hey, everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of First Impressions on the Scratch the Track podcast, presented by the Dude and Grim Show. I am the dude.
1: And I am Grim. And today we are going to discuss, to discuss, our first initial impressions on the album White Pony by Deftones.
0: You most certainly are. But before we get into that, Grim, we want to make sure everyone goes ahead and likes, subscribes, and comments below. So play the soundbite. Like, subscribe, and comment below. All right. So this is one band for us, Grim, that I know myself, I've never really delve deep into the Deftones or Deftones catalog. And it doesn't sound like you really have either. So it's, it's, it's definitely not only a first impression probably of of this album, but really of most of their work. Um, Yeah. So yeah, it really is. And again, yeah, not a band that
1: I, now I will say between a very good friend of the show, forest, um, who suggested this to us. And also, I want to shout out to a friend of the show, Justin Kozak, because I remember in college very distinctly, um, I was playing some music. I, I used to listen to this band um, that I got into back when I like skateboarded in high school called Orange Nine Millimeter.
0: And I oh, distinctly
1: yeah. remember listening to this song by them called Suspect. And Kozak in college heard that song and was like, dude, if you like this, you really got to listen to the Deftones and sold me on him, and you know what i'm sorry man i i just didn't do that uh that one's on me i just yeah, wasn't I, I wasn't in yeah. like kind of like a metal yeah. phase at that time um yeah kid a had just come out there was just a lot going on i just didn't get into it
0: there was yeah i i was listening to that for probably like a year and a half so yeah i was kind of busy yeah um but i think yeah, I think with this band of this album and also the, sort of the purpose of doing this is these, you know, I've listened to it probably once or twice and have some initial thoughts on it, but we'd love for people out there. This is kind of the album we're starting with. And from what I hear, it's kind of their kind of go-to seminal album, album or their, 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 their biggest album. Yeah. yeah, so so people who are huge Deftones fans For other people maybe who aren't, is this a good album to start with? Would you recommend starting with another one? Certainly let us know below um, because I'm sure, you know, the 343 people who are subscribed and watching this right now would love to know what album to start with. Would this be the one? Now, doing some research, there's about five different versions of this album that exist. Yeah.
1: and I, I think was that what prompted this? Did they did they do like a reissue on vinyl of this? I, I can't exactly remember uh, what ex- what prompted it, but I feel like that had something to do with it.
0: Yeah, I think Forrest picked up the twentieth anniversary reissue on vinyl. Um now here's the thing, that also comes with a companion remix album uh of this album, so different artists went through and remixed a bunch of the songs. Oh, that's in interesting. So that's that. Is, so it kind of comes with you know the album itself, but then also the remix. And I guess the five different versions when it came out, there was you go into the store and you could buy sort of there was in the jewel case there was a red version and then then like yeah. a black version and they both had two different booklet inserts. Um, they included the song the the boys republic, but not back to school mini maggot. Yeah. Uh, so, but then the gray one came out, and that didn't include Boys Republic. there was a white version that was released, and then that included Back to School as the first track. And now, when I download, I think I got all that right. Now, when I download my version off Apple Music, and I think you said yours was either off Amazon or Spotify. Amazon, yeah. It's it it seems to be the white version because Back to School, um, uh, Mini Mag is is the first track on that so yeah um
1: well yeah. well hold on i guess white cover i i feel like the that's interesting because i feel like you know it usually shows you the little thumbnail of the album cover and i feel like it showed the gray cover i can't look at it right now because my phone is busy recording this wonderful video uh but i feel like they still showed the gray cover and i could be wrong on that but it did dude, start with back to school which was not necessarily the original first track
0: hey dude my cover on apple is i mean you it's more blue than anything oh <laughs> so i don't know is there is there a blue version um i don't know but do you anyways, have something wrong with is. your rods
1: and cones
0: it's pop- actually i think i might but that's another story we don't need to get on that tangent anyways so this um yeah dude i mean when i first listened to it uh i didn't realize like i didn't really know much about deftones or anything and it was much harder than i had just kind of imagined it would be like, oh I, just didn't, I, I didn't really I fully know much about expected
1: it, so. it to be as heavy as it was um but it's, it's interesting because, again, I said I, I wasn't listening to like a lot of heavier stuff at the time. Um, but I, I felt like based on bands that I had listened to kind of throughout that period that came out with stuff that were heavier, um, I felt like this was different. And, and, and I feel like you could because I've heard people call this like new metal. Kind of, um, sure. as, yeah. As I, like I, I,
0: I kind of heard that too.
1: But I could, I could see how you could kind of put this in the same category as, like, maybe a Lincoln Park. I, you know, and and,
0: and I, I I'm not, I'm not a people big. By saying that, <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, I'm yeah. not like a huge Lincoln Park fan. No disrespect intended. It's just not really my thing. Um, but I could certainly hear how how this would be kind of in that vein with the way that some it's, of the lyrics, the cadence of some of the lyrics some of the influence of a little bit of hip hop at times
0: yeah i it's interesting you say that because I was trying to think of what band it really reminded me of, and that's the band I was thinking of I just just couldn't think of them now i here's the thing what I will say about that is um I feel like this has more of the rock metal. They lean a little more towards the rock metal. Yes. Lincoln Park leans yes. more towards the, the, the rap and the hip hop. So I think that's where it really difference. You know, it's, it's, it's different, but I, 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 do feel like there is um sort of, you know, they could be walking on the same path in the same direction a little bit. Definitely. They there. would be built together um, at a festival. I could see that. <laughs> you definitely. know? Yeah. Now, who would get top billing? Oh, I mean, most Deftones fans are going to say Deftones, and most Linkin Park would probably say Linkin Park. So.
1: Yeah, I, you know, uh, one, I would
0: rather see Deftones than Linkin Park. Me though. too. Me too. Um, I would definitely say that.
1: Yeah, I would too. And I, I don't know the the album was interesting to me. Um, the gentleman who produced it, Terry Date, I, I honestly had not heard of. Um, I had neither. But one thing that I will say about the album that I think is interesting is, to me, the songs have differences. It's certainly not like you could just interchange the tracks and you wouldn't know the difference sure. from song to song. But there is sort of a distinct sound and feel to it that goes throughout the album. Throughout. Um, it 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 does have have a very distinct sound, and I think that Terry Date had also produced the previous two albums that they did prior to I this. Heard. And again, not having listened to those yet, not saying that I that I won't, I I, I would like to. Um but I, I would like to hear if that sound sort of evolved over time or if, if that was just always kind of their sound. Yeah, and either way, yeah, I, I think it's cool because because it just it, it's something distinct
0: and it, and it definitely sounds like them. Yeah, well, it'd be great for some of the people out there who who are watching this, um, who may have been familiar with the first two albums and fans of the first two albums, and then they came out with this. What was your impression mm-hmm. when you first heard it? Did you feel did were you excited about it? Did you feel like they took a big leap forward? Because it sounds like at least from some of the reviews and the critics, it, it a lot of people said they kind of matured in their sound and they really kind of upped up their game a little bit. So that's that's sort of the impression the impression that I got. Yeah, um, and and also it's interesting because this came out in what two thousand, right? Two thousand. Yeah. And when I started listening to it, it was it was kind of cool because it sort of took me back to that era of late high school, yeah, early sure. college, listening to the radio because mm-hmm. that was kind of like. The rock, this has that rock sort of sound, metal sound that I was hearing on the radio at that time. Yeah. Oh, and that absolutely. was It, 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 it kind of took me back a little bit. And dude, also very cool that you have uh, Maynard James Keenan and Scott Weiland um, both putting in vocal tracks for this album. Now, I could pick out Maynard's. I, I could yes. When I listen to, to um, I guess, Weiland sings on uh, the RX Queen. And he's uncredited. I believe I, maybe that's it's his background vocals. That's shorthand prescription. for prescription. Well, that's what I yeah yeah. <laughs> but it says RX. So yeah anyways, yeah. But
1: no, I, I, I didn't get that either. And you know, I felt like in in the true essence of the Dude and Grim show and what first impressions really means to us, um, I didn't do any reading about it prior to my first I, listen. I have listened to it twice through. And I did reading about it in between those. But yeah, I did hear, I did distinctly hear Maynard. um, Totally. On Passenger. And it was interesting interesting because because I, I thought, I'm like, as I'm listening to it, I'm like, the, the riff even kind of sounded like a tool riff. And I thought to myself, like, man, I wonder if he had any influence in writing it. And and he sure. he sings, he has distinct vocal patterns that I think and in like melodic lines that that kind of come through in that. That that's what really got me. I was I was like, Man, this this could be a, a tool song in a way. Totally. But I think it, it totally. real good collaboration and i think I, I think it shows like an, an interesting kind of reach of popularity of the band too that they you know they they had these other guys because when you think about it dude tool was really big at that time i mean anima That's had come huge, out probably man. what like a few years before that and obviously stone temple pilots had been releasing i would argue some of the best albums of you know
0: that decade in 2000 yeah, I think number four came out or in two thousand like, or right around it. Yeah, it was because we were freshmen in college, right when. Yes. I think we really started early K- into yeah. that album. Yep. So, yeah. Well, here is the thing, Grandma. You know, I, I don't know if you've picked out sort of um you know a track or anything that that stood out to you or you had a, like a favorite song. Um, I I think one thing for me is I I think overall I think this is a really good album after giving it. One and a half, two listens, um, at least in the past week. I think I listened to it once, uh, like a few months ago. Yeah. I can't say, I really, I can't say one song or one thing like really stood out to me where I was like, okay, I'm going to gravitate back to that song and I'm going to listen, like that's the one that hooked me and I'm going to listen to that kind of over and over and over. Um, there is... the. The so far though the the one song that I I guess I, I liked um, is the song digital bath it has a little slower yes, tempo I did and, and I had a, a mysterious kind of feel to it which which I I, I liked that I
1: felt similar about the song teenager. Um, it kind of had like this soft guitar pattern and the guitar pattern simple and slow but then when they bring the beat in on top of it um, I, I thought that was really cool. And again, I felt like that was something that, especially given the time, that would have set them apart, I think, from from a lot of the other rock bands. What
0: people were doing. Sure. And
1: and um, I did read too that uh when they were writing a lot of the lyrics, um, that Chino Moreno, the um I, I think the main lyricist, singer, rhythm guitarist, yeah. um, he said that this album was maybe maybe like less autobiographical or about like him or his own life. And it was basically like a collection of kind of, it was basically like he was writing stories, if you will. Right. And 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 I thought that was cool. cool. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's an interesting way of writing. I mean, when I think of people who do that to me, the biggest thing that comes to mind is like Ray Davies of the kinks, because so many of the kinks songs, if you listen to it are like stories kind of about other people uh, and I think it's an it's an interesting way to write because you can you can write these stories and sing them almost as if it were first person, right? But Definitely. but it's but it's not, and and I think that that's uh, that's kind of a, an interesting way to approach it. Totally. Now, one well, question. There, do, oh go on
0: okay. so so one oh. song and and i have a i have a question for you it's kind of a production thing i think um so there's the, the song elite and i'm not sure if you this was kind of something i heard deep in the background but there was a uh, some vocals that had an effect on them that sounded like sound wave from transformers oh yeah <laughs> you know you know that sound pink floyd does that in animals i think in yeah in one part uh, it part could two. be a vocoder
1: but, uh, uh, where yeah. and a vocoder is an interesting thing. I wish I could tell you I have one. I have a, a Moog pedal that can kind of act as a vocoder in a way, uh, because what it basically does is it takes the signal from like a synthesizer, and then it takes an input signal from anything else. I guess it could anything you could run into it, but most people use it with vocals, and it sort of like combines these two sounds into something else which I mean as you reference in animals it's very clear uh, in what right. they're doing but yeah I, I would guess that that's what they did uh, but I, I again I don't know because I wasn't able to find out uh, a huge amount about the production of this right
0: yeah I, I I couldn't either so if people do know if there's any good documentaries YouTube videos some good behind the scenes stuff definitely let us know because uh, I know there's some super fans out there. Uh, let, you know, let us know what you think. Send us some info. Send us some links.
1: Yeah, I'd now, like to me- know people's favorite songs, too. Because I have, like, I could do a top three pretty easily. And I would say Digital mm. Bath, for me. Um, ah, Change in the House of Flies, I really enjoyed. And and I would say Teenager. I thought those were all really cool tracks. Nice. Um
0: that, that like, you know, the kind that like perk your ears up. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think for me, this is an album that I will, I'll check out from time to time. I do feel like there's sort of a specific time that you're going to want to listen to this because it is more on the harder Harder oh, yeah. side, and that yeah. that just doesn't fit all my listening moods all the time. Sure, um, and and typically when I do listen to something a little harder, I I'll gravitate to like Nine Inch Nails or um, you know mm-hmm. Stone Temple Pilots, like we talked about their number four mm-hmm. album, uh, or or even you know some of their other albums as well. But I, I typically gravitate towards that. But it's cool to have like another band and another album into the mix. And so for some of the fans out there, let us know if there's there's other albums that that you think we should we should definitely check out. Like, what's what's the next one after this that you guys would recommend? That's that's that would be that would be a good one to know as well. So,
1: yeah, for me, I was I was thinking about giving um, around the fur a listen because I just I remember seeing things about that album. You know, I didn't listen to them at the time, but I just remember seeing that that was a a popular album now one thing i gotta ask you dude um based on the fact that the let's just say the original version that was released started out with and please don't um don't hate me if i butcher this feet but uh feet, feet sierra, sierra or Ooh, I like feet yeah. sierra um uh-huh i can dig that did you would you prefer the album start with that or back to school Either to me, either go- one of them could be a good opening track. I, I can't when I listen to it because I with the second time around after I read about it, I kind of listened to it with that in
0: mind. Like, w- would I have a preference? Well, so here's the thing. Um, I'm actually gonna put the song itself aside and I would go with Feat Sierra because apparently the the version with Back to School that started that was more of a marketing strategy and the band was not happy. That oh, it, interesting. it was released that way. Okay, so that, that was that I think from what I read. On. Yeah, from what I read, that was not their decision. So
1: and you know, I, I honestly I can't say that I disagree with that because I I if if you gave me the two songs, I like that one better than back to school. I like Fit Sierra
0: better than Back uh, to School. I I find it so interesting that especially a um you know the record company, it's like, hey we're gonna put out this album is a special edition that a bunch of people have bought but we're just going to put this song first now cuz here's the thing both you and I are very album oriented people dude, that is the d- fucking how,
1: band's decision
0: dude sorry dude how you how you start an album is just is a big deal so yeah. un- unbelievably important now if they would have said hey we're going to come out with a sort of cuz everybody does it now right especially yeah. in the digital era where there's the album and then there's always these bonus tracks you put them at the end fine i can i can i can handle that a little bit better but when you put it as track number 1 i'm just i'm just not cool you, with that you shouldn't
1: yeah you shouldn't fuck with what their artistic vision is whether you've no. you know provided the money up front for them to record it or not because I gotta, f- I, or I get the feeling rather that they probably made good on like you know getting back their investment on this one. It it seems I'm like sure it's it's certainly retained its popularity over time, and it was popular then because again, as someone who didn't listen to them, I knew about it. You you knew about it.
0: Oh, dude, are you gonna make it? I hope so. If you don't, if you don't, I hope you know who to call. Yeah. Okay, good. Maybe I'll okay. give you a call sometime. Yes. Is
1: your number still nine one one?
0: Alrighty then.
1: Well, it's okay. In in On that speaking note, that, yeah, I think I think we've uh, made the first impression. Please uh, make sure to like, subscribe. Uh, and uh, you know, like letter. and subscribe, and we Market would twice. really love to hear uh, your comments, your opinions. What stood out to you? Um, especially people who have listened to this for the, you know, the last 20 years, what I mean, that's, I, 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 always like, uh, hearing people's opinions about that. Cause I know I sure as hell have mine about albums that I've listened to for that long.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. So don't kill us too much. We've only listened to it like twice. So yeah. maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we'll do a full scratch in the, uh, year or year. Yeah. To I mean, come. you gotta start somewhere. That's right so we started yeah. here Should yeah we start we've never done else? this before you know i just exactly yeah never so, so on that note all right grim it's time to go on the dude the dude Grimm Grimm show. show
1: scratch a track is produced by the dude grim additional music provided by more and the tims copyright 2021 the dude and grim show